Welcome to this week's episode of Apple at Work. My name is Bradley Chambers, your host as always, and I have four friends with me this week. I have Tom Bridge, Caleb Coy, Chris Stahl, and Rich Troughton. Everybody but Tom is a new person to the show. Tom's an old friend, has been on the show multiple times. Um, and we have a kind of a really cool announcement that's, um, I, you know, as being someone that's been in the Mac admins community, like lowercase Mac admins community for 12, 13 years, uh, this is really exciting. And I think it shows our industry's growing up. So before we get into that announcement, I, I really want to let uh, everybody introduce themselves. So uh, Tom, we'll go to you, uh, then Caleb, then Chris, then Rich. Well, cool. I'm uh, Tom Bridge. I'm the principal product manager for Apple Technologies at a company called JumpCloud. I'm also the uh, producer for the Mac Admins podcast and the co-chair of the brand new Mac Admins Foundation. Uh, we're a 501c3 and we're excited to be here today. Caleb, take it away. Hi. Yeah. So uh, I'm Caleb Coy. I am uh, currently a QA engineer at a company called Kanji uh, mm-hmm. and also the director of operations at Nightshift Media Group. And proudly uh, serving as the chair emeritus for the Mac and Ms. Foundation. How about Howdy, Chris? everybody. I'm Chris Daw. I am co-owner of Wheelwrights, a small business consultancy located in Seattle. I am a regular speaker at conferences on the topic of Wi-Fi. Um, manage IT for a whole lot of folks, and I am the secretary of the Mac Admins Foundation. Hi, I'm Rich Trouton. I work for. Uh as part of the uh, Mac COE team at SAP, uh, I help manage uh, SAP's Mac endpoints. And uh, in my spare time, I also run a blog called Der Flounder. And I'm happy to be serving as the treasurer uh, for the Mac Admins Foundation. Yeah, and that's the that's really reason we have you all here. And again, it's, it's pretty cool because you all have a... Um, wide range of uh you know really backgrounds and experiences and you know in some ways i work for competing companies i'm sure uh tom and caleb uh you know you have battles you know you, you duke them out uh on, on the on video games you know Constant. i'm joking but you know i think that's one of the things i love about the mac admins community is um we these are all great companies they they solve problems for customers in unique ways but then ultimately when we take off our company hat we put on our mac admins hat and um it's really it's really a pretty tight-knit community because let's be real for the longest time it's a pretty small community and i mean i i don't know how long many of you have been managing macs at work but like i i remember does anybody remember the app snordware does anybody remember that oh yeah so that was I, the thing with but, but before like uh you could run exchange i mean it, for listeners that like are you know maybe newer to the Mac admins, like there was a day like you could not run Exchange on the Mac, like and I was using a Mac at work, and, like, and you just like had to log into the webmail, like it just didn't work. Well, there's this plugin called Snurdware, and it just like sort of did its thing, like it's made it work. And then like Leopard came out and just like never worked again, and that was depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but then that but the, that was the reality of like the Mac admin world at that time, to where like it was just like. If the people that use Macs at work were kind of on their own, and they kind of just had to, I guess, make it work. And it was just a figure it out. Can you figure? It, can you get on the printers? Great, you're up. You're, it's like if you could print, you could get your email. They kind of leave you alone. And then now, like fast forward. I mean, this again. This was oh four oh five oh six. You'll fast forward today to twenty twenty two, and I would argue there's like no better device to like. You can even not like Apple. I would argue there's no better device to use at work than a Mac. From functionality, stability, and speed and ease of use, I just think it's a great time to be a Mac admin. Um, so, uh, 
Tom, for maybe those that aren't familiar, talk about who are the Mac admins? Like, where did this group come from? Not the foundation, but like the sure. original group. Well, I was going to say, we go back, you know, far as, as a grand community of people who manage Apple devices. There are mailing lists that go back to the dawn of the Mac, <laughs> uh, you know, that go back to 19, the 1980s. And, you know, for a long time, there were trade shows, there were custom you know, conferences all over the place. I mean, in, in, we always think about Macworld Expo, which had an IT component for a long time, uh, including a separate conference called the Mac IT Conference that ran up until, gosh, the early part of the last decade. Um, and, you know, we think a little bit about, you know, where the community has come from. The community's always been there. It's just changed homes a few times. For a long time, they were, lo- you know, tied up on email listservs. There was the original Mac Enterprise listserv uh, that was run out of Penn State. Um, there was the Mac Managers list run ably by Chuck Goolsby um, out of Digital Forest for a long time. And then he went to Facebook. And, you know, there are a whole bunch of people out there who have been managing Macs for as long as there have been Macs. And one of the things that I love about the community that we're in is that this is a group of people who recognize that sharing knowledge is all about making things better for each other. Yeah. And that le- that level of community kind of kicked us off to creating the Mac Admin Slack. And I'll let Caleb tell the story of how that happened. This episode of Apple at Work is brought to you by Jamf, the only company in the world that provides complete management and security solutions for Apple products at work. Jamf's purpose is to simplify work with an offering that is enterprise secure, consumer simple, and protects personal privacy. Today, more than 62,000 organizations trust Jamf to manage and secure more than 27 million devices worldwide. Learn more about Jamf's complete offerings by going to jamf.com slash 9to5mac. That's J-A-M-F dot com slash 9to5mac. Thanks to Jamf for sponsoring Apple at Work this week. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's seven years ago now. It's twenty twenty fifteen. So the the first big chunk of my career, I got my start in Apple retail and was really learning the the Mac experience from a, a true end user perspective. Uh, and then I found myself uh, on an island by myself as the only local help desk for this big company, and just had to figure it out. And at Apple, the whole thing was use your resources, know your resources. And I got to this place, and I didn't know anymore. Um, and so, you know, some, some colleagues, uh, we started sharing links to people's uh, blogs, notably like Rich and, and Tom's uh, and others that are you know, well-known in the community, uh, like scripting uh, references and, and like any little tidbit that we could get to, to help each other out. Uh, and around the same time, I was starting to experiment with trying to get Slack rolled out at my, uh, the, the, the company that I supported. Uh, you know the communications internally were just all over the place, and I thought, well, maybe maybe this will help. Uh, I have no idea if it ever did. Um, and so the, the, these two worlds kind of collided, uh, collided, where one of our colleagues, who had been part of the the uh, IRC communities and, and all the other the, the, the desperate entities that uh, Tom had mentioned earlier, uh, approached me about like, what is Slack? Like. Do you think we could use this as a way just to get like a few of us together, just to have a more organized, you know, basically just a group chat? Like we theoretically could have just started this in iMessage and been fine. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I showed them all about it. We, we spent about five or ten minutes tinkering, and then we spun up macadmins.slack.com. And we put the word out on Twitter to you know people that we knew. Figured like ten people tops would join, and it would just be talk and shop, 
trading knowledge and helping each other out, having fun. Uh, and I think it was less than a week before we shot past triple digits and just never stopped. <laughs> well, you yep. know, I I think that's uh, the thing about community Slack. So the place that I um, spend my days at, uh, Cribble, it's a it's a big data observability observability pipeline company. We have a community Slack as well, and there's you know, 3,500 people in there. And it's been fun watching that community because, you know, you would think, oh, like, why can't you use Twitter for this? Well, yeah. like, there's a, there's like, A, there's like a difference in like having a centralized place that's like different from a social network. But I think like, so like in Rich's situation, SAP is like one of been on the forefront of Mac OS and big, big enterprise for a while now. I mean, you go back and they were one of the early pioneers of, of, the, of like, like, not like, you know, small businesses using retail but like hey we're gonna do some like cool stuff that nobody's ever done with mac and we're gonna build some stuff cool stuff too i think there's a benefit for like those employees of having a siloed place to talk in like a way that's not public that could and not that you would ever share anything about sap that was like you know private but there's a way to like kind of be more vulnerable like hey i'm struggling with this like you know there's like there's that kind of that like we're among common people and this is not public on the, not that it's not public on the internet, but there's a difference of it being tied to Slack versus like it's tied to Twitter and it's kind of open. So, um, Rich, how did you first get involved in the Mac admins community? Um, well, trying to think. So again, going back about seven years ago, there was a, uh, um, the Mac admins at that point were mostly an IRC and I was invited over, to join the Mac admin Slack by some friends who were in both places. And uh, they asked me, you know, basically, do you want to be an admin over here? And I'm like, sure. And uh, at the time, it was a small community, but it, is definitely, it definitely took off, as Caleb said. Um, and, a lo- you know, a lot of the... It was one of those things that we had a few hundred folks at IRC, and we thought, wow, that's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, we're up to, like... <laughs> We're north of 40,000 now in Macadmin Slack. And I was like, where are all these people coming from? I didn't think we had this many Macadmins anywhere. We, we certainly didn't back in the IRC days. Hey, well, there was probably a day where there probably weren't 40,000 people using Macs at work, uh, let, let alone <laughs> yeah. Macadmins. Um, Chris, you know, you mentioned that, you know, you're, you've been a speaker, um, Wi Fi conferences. I've been a big Wi Fi guy for, um, gosh, probably a decade now. I, I um, you know, deployed more more medium to large grade uh networks than i can keep my eye on and, the, and some of them i still are places i still can visit and i still go back hey that ap i put up still working they, they never changed that so you know i don't you know it's when you work and you help a lot of businesses manage their max like your your day-to-day environment is say different than what rich caleb or tom does like you're you're trying to help a lot of customers that are not just under kind of one umbrella you're trying to make max work uh at a lot of places so how uh, what kind of benefits have you gained you know, gleaned from being part of the mac admins community really being in some ways uh, i don't know if you would, if you brand yourself as a managed service provider but you're certainly a managed it provider right i don't manage myself or uh, present myself as a managed service provider. We think of ourselves as more of a, a managed IT director type of shop, that type of thing. And I think that one of the things that's been interesting for me is that as a small shop, you essentially function as a generalist. That is, you're expected to know 
um, a lot about a lot of things, or at the very least, a little about a lot of things. And one of the beauties of the Mac Admin Slack community is that there are so many channels and so many topic areas and so many things that people are interested that you might be tempted to call tangential um, to running Macs that you can really glean a lot and learn a lot about a wide variety of subjects and you can kind of cross topics with various people and really learn to connect a lot of dots. And that's been immensely helpful to me. Yeah, you know, that I, I think it's a great way to put what it's like being a, a Mac admin because really the, the time you saw Apple begin to really grow in the enterprise is also when you saw this this move to SaaS services. I mean, again, there was a day when what you put on a company image, your computer image, for the young folks listening, that's like <laughs> you would build a computer and you would build an image. Like this was like the essentially zero touch configuration. You had to build it once and then you would just clone it. But like you, you know, you used Office and you liked it and that was all you used. Like that was like for like 95% of a company, they would log in on Active Directory to a Windows XP computer and they would use Office and that's all they used yeah. all day. They spent their day in Word, Excel, Outlook, and that was it. And then you yeah. saw this like rise of, I mean, I guess you could probably even start with Salesforce and that was kind of the beginning of it. And Salesforce transitioned to all these other web services and then you really had to start to understand like, okay, how did these pieces fit together? And then you got into single sign-on and multi-factor authentication and it like you couldn't just be like a mac admin you kind of had to be like understand how all these pieces fit together mm-hmm. so well, I, sure. I yeah I mean, and I, I love what the mac admins are doing i think um i think especially coming kind of post-pandemic i mean I, you know gosh i think we're all sick of saying things like that like post-pandemic <laughs> world and then you know, I, I hope one day we'll stop saying that. But I think it's certainly through that time, like these these people are these these Mac admins are often can be remote, um, and it gets lonely. And like I think it's nice to have a community of just like like minded people that. And and I will say like I'm sure like any community like there are probably people that you know, you have this like wide range of people. You have people that are um, like like football, like baseball, like whiskey, like water, like the run, only run if someone's chasing them. Like, you know, everybody is like, just like you just all come from different backgrounds, but what you have in common is Macs and apples and the love of that and love of helping users do more with it. Uh, Because again, there was a period when like, if you were like the guy trying to make Mac work at your office, like you needed help. Um, mm-hmm. And so again, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Mac admins community. I think they, I think it's an incredible resource. And again, I love that so many of the tools are out there to sort of do it on the, you can do something like this low cost uh, as well. Like it's not like you have to spin up these massive web servers anymore. Um, so let's get to the bulk of our announcement today. Uh, again, as, as the time of this recording, this will have already gone live, but the Mac admins are launching a, legitimate not made up i don't know why i don't even why i even say that but like it's an actual like you guys went to the government and you have a 501c3 nonprofit. no offense why the heck would you do that 
Well, sure. You know, I mean, I think that what was really important to us as the community was that we have a home that was here for the long run. And the more that we thought about this as a team, you know, we started to look at this and we're like, you know, it would be really terrible if something were to happen to the Mac admin Slack and we couldn't access the seven years of information that was contained therein. We exist uh, on the Slack community out of a generous grant program from, you know, that Slack used to give out to individual employees. They used to give you an unlimited tenant as part of your spiff for working there. Um, obviously, with Slack changing hands, going to work at Salesforce, you know, we've been through, you know, a couple different, uh, you know, tenant owners over the years. We really wanted to give, us our, give ourselves a real home. And so mm-hmm. to think about that, you know, we kind of got together. We were thinking about it. It was like, well, I, nobody's going to want to join an organization just to preserving the Slack. I mean, some people will. But that's not enough of a mission for us as a team. We need to have other plans. And so we started to figure out, like, what are the other things that we love about being Mac admins? And for a bunch of us, it was, like, going to conferences. And it was also getting trained and getting new skills. So we thought, we thought about it. And we are like, well, what if we could give – what if we could, you know, band together – as a team and start to raise resources to provide scholarships for new Mac admins, to get them inculcated in all of the right places and get them the right IT knowledge that they needed, and then invite them to conferences and help foot the bill because not everybody's company is going to be as as generous as mine was when I started in the field and sent me to conferences and trainings. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not everybody does that. And so I, we really wanted to focus on building the next generations of Mac admins. And so that's what the foundation is here for. We're here to provide great opportunities for new Mac admins or to match them up with long-term veterans like the four of us and, you know, the other, all sorts of other people that are, that are, that have expressed interest in, in providing mentorship and providing partnership and to really kind of go through that process. And of course, it doesn't hurt that, you know, we had a conversation with Apple fairly early on and they offered us the ability to, and they actually, you know, it was, it was really funny. We found ourselves in a, in a press release that was released on the newsroom at Apple. <laughs> and well, you want to talk about an accelerant for our program. It's been huge <laughs> since they announced that you can, if you are interested in applying for the new Apple certifications, the Mac admins foundation is, uh, through our partner, through, excuse me, through our relationship with Apple. Is uh, providing free access to the exams for the new Apple Certified Service prof- uh, Support Professional and the new Apple Certified IT Professional cert- uh, Certification Programs. So that if you have a financial need, if your company's not going to back you up, if $300 would represent a hardship, and that's, a f- I mean, we look at everything that we've been through in the last two years, there's a lot yeah. more hardship out there right now. We want to make sure that, th- that access to those certifications isn't something that's held up by need. And so the foundation is working with Apple to make that a free of charge kind of operation. So um, we've got all sorts of information on our website at macadmins.org slash scholarships. And, uh, you know, we've got a whole bunch of awesome sponsors like Jump Cloud and Jamf and Kanji and Mosul and Clyde uh, who are have recognized that this is a huge program going forward. And that there's all sorts of great opportunities in making sure that there are plenty of Mac admins out there. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I see first. When I, when I, when I think about why formalize this organization, and I think about, you know, again, so Caleb, when you went to Kanji, you're, I mean, obviously you work at Kanji. Mm-hmm. When you went to your folks internally, you said, hey, 
would you all sponsor this? What was the reaction? Well, the the reaction that we heard from from Kanji and from several of the, the the sponsors that we've spoken with so far has just been one of absolute support of recognizing that the Macamids community is where you know where their customers are or where their their people are or you know it's a little of both mm-hmm. uh, and how much value is is given and received in that community every day they recognize that. Uh, and th- these people that we're speaking to at vendor companies are thrilled to to give back, and they they ask you know, how else can we help? And uh, you know, I, I sat on a meeting with you know, my skip level uh, and was legitimately crying tears of joy <laughs> at like, <laughs> how supportive they were. <laughs> that was exactly the same re- you know response that I had at Jump Cloud as well. I went to I went to my C levels and I was like, "Hey, you know, I really think that there's a future here." And they were like, "Yeah, we got to this. This is exactly what we want to do." One thing that I think really jumped out at us as well when Apple, so to speak, took us public with mm-hmm. their press release, the number of folks and the number of organizations not all of whom we're ready to talk about yet, but who came out, essentially came to us without us approaching them and said, Chris, Rich, Tom, Caleb, how do we give you money? Are you, are, are you able to take our money now? Are you able to take our support now? And I think that we were, we were frankly, we, we were ready from some of the discussions with some of the vendor sponsors that we'd reached out to directly, but I think we weren't quite ready for the kind of spontaneous outreach that we got from other folks that we hadn't really thought about reaching out to yet. Because mm-hmm. we were going to do this in phases. Apple makes us <laughs> public, and then all of a sudden people come and say, you got a bank account? <laughs> Which thankfully yeah. we had taken care of all those details ahead of time, and we were almost ready to to go public ourselves. Apple just sped the process. Hey, up. but you know, even that's, that's, the, a, that's uh, you know, if it's like one of those where if like uh, if anybody's going to make uh, release the news early, you're okay if it's Apple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that right. Yeah, for sure. You, you know, I really, I, 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 you know, I didn't finish this thought earlier. I think like so, Rich. I correct me if I'm wrong. Probably one of the biggest things that maybe keeps keeps you up at night is finding qualified people that can do the job. Am I right? Um, yeah, trying to find people who can work with uh, Max at scale can be an extremely challenging yeah. so job. I see this, and I see SAP making sure it has a, an employee pipeline. And same thing for the, for the rest of your companies. Like This is, to me, to where, and again, obviously, I think all these companies are, are there's a benefit they're seeing just in being part of the community outside of making money. But if I'm looking at this, I'm thinking one of the biggest problems I have, as probably everyone in your companies has, is probably got countless open positions. You know, we, we obviously our economic situation in this country is not fantastic, but there are certain job sectors that are still booming and like you just can't find people to work. Like there's no, because it's like the people with those skills don't exist. Like the, I was reading an article the other day about the number of cybersecurity professionals that are needed. Like they just, the people with those skills don't exist. You can't train them in 90 days. And I see this as a, 
these companies investing in future uh, employment employment pipeline and making sure that people are trained, have access to training, and have a community that's like really can help build them up. I mean, again, again, so, this stuff does not stand still. Like, I mean, all of our summers just got wrecked today at WWDC. <laughs> not, not really, but like you know, but like you, you know, I remember the days when like you had it. Like, I, I kind of missed the eighteen month software update window. It was nice. Like, you know, you just like, feel like, all right, I got I got a year of getting it right. And then we got a few months till they released another one. Now it's like, it's like June comes every year and you get June, you get the betas and you get the releases. It's a whole thing. And it's just nice to have a community of people that like, you know, you can kind of be surrounded with And Again, I, I think it's, I think it's great. I mean, we'll have a link to the press release, but like there's some big companies in here that are, oh, yeah. that are sponsoring. Like yeah. this isn't like, these are all going to be names you've heard of. And, and I think it's fantastic. And I think it's fantastic that, um, these companies that are competitors and on one hand can take their hats off and put their nonprofit hats on. This is a, this is a place we want to support. Um, but I think, I think it's fantastic. And, and again, I had not, cause I had read about this. Like obviously I heard about it. Then Tom and I, you talked offline. Sure. I had not considered the need for the organization to be legitimatized from a legal perspective to ensure it lasts. I mean, I don't know about you all. I'd like to retire at some point. And I don't want to even take about technology. <laughs> no, nah, you know, I'm getting but like, we'll all retire at some point. Sure. And you want to make sure like the, the Mac admins community, like a hundred years from now, like, I don't know if it's called the Mac admins community, but like, you know, there, there could easily be a day like the, the Mac admins community has like full-time employees who are running training programs. You know, that's very much a possibility. I, I don't think, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, we do want to raise a quarter million dollars in our first year, and we've had incredibly generous donations from a lot of our sponsors to get us off the ground. We're at more than 60% of that already. Um, and, you know, we're really excited about the, what the future holds for the Mac Admins Foundation. There is so much here that we'll be able to do. And I'm just thrilled that, you know, we were able to get such a great, uh, you know, group off of the ground together. Um, going through the IRS process was lengthy. It was uh, arduous. Uh, it was a little expensive even. But, you know, we we're really glad that we had the Mac Admins podcast uh, as our media sponsor coming up to help us out with some of those costs initially. Um, mm-hmm. We're really thrilled. For, you know, we had a great donation from the Chip and Amy Pearson Foundation at the end of last year to kind of help our, our process go through this, uh, you know, go through this environment. You know, we, doing this kind of work means a lot of really detail-oriented paper. Um, you know, the IRS is, is very clear that you need to have a very uh, well-detailed mission. And we hired a consultant. His name is Andy Fife, who's amazing, uh, to help us really kind of get this organization off the ground. And, you know, it, we're just really thrilled to be here today. Uh, you know, I cannot tell you, we did, I did such a happy dance in my chair when I got the note from the IRS that's like, yep, you are a real 501c3. It was nine months worth of work to get to that point. And, you know, we think about all of the things that that's going to let us do. It's going to let us negotiate with Slack it's, it's so that we can have the Mac and Men's Slack for real, for, you know, funded and taken care of for the long term. And we don't have to be dependent on a handout. We get a future that's our own. And, you know, one of the things that has been so important about the Mac and Men's community, generally speaking, is that kind of independence that we are, that we are independent to a fault almost. And, you know, I really love the work that's being done uh, here to kind of make us into a better organization. And I'm thrilled to be at the helm of it for this year. 
Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's going to be one of the, the the things in the future is like there's going to be new people running. I mean, because again, the foundation is, is separate than the the you know you know it kind of exists outside of the podcast and outside of the Slack community. I mean, this is this is about setting this thing up to be again for the next fifty years and ensuring that in you know twenty seventy that there's still qualified technicians. Who knows what kind of devices they're using? But I think it's fantastic. Yep. I think um, I think the entire community owes you all um, a debt of gratitude because again, it's a lot of work that was uh, put in that is uh, unpaid and is a lot of sacrifice and time and, and mental uh, energy. And uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, what are what are your so now that this is official? What are the the, ne- the next few things that you all are working to implement? So the first thing that we are working on uh, is obviously getting the scholarship program for the Apple certification process off the ground. We're uh, working every day with our friends at Apple um, and Pearson to make sure that that's a good and clear process. We'll be talking more about scholarships for conferences in the near future. Um, but uh, we'll be – it's evolving. There's a lot going on right now. Well, it's exciting. I know there's probably a lot you guys have dreamed up that you can't share yet. Um, again, I'm proud of you all. I, I, I love this community. Uh, I think you. you do a lot of good. Um, I, I just don't think people realize that having a community of, of people – again, I, everybody's different. Everybody comes from different backgrounds, but you have this love of, of Apple um, at work, which I guess is the name of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I just love it. I love – Nothing makes me happier is when I walk into an office and see Macs everywhere. And yeah. it's something where, yep. um, you know, IT, when we went this transition in a 15-year period where IT didn't want Macs, you could sort of use a Mac. Now, well, we want you to use a Mac. Why are you using PC? You know, yep. no, I get it. PCs, just, PCs are still being used, but you'd certainly argue the Mac is a peer, and it's seen as an equal peer, and I think that's fantastic. And honestly... Um, for us old timers, that's all we ever wanted. So uh, again, I'm proud of you all, uh, Tom, Caleb, Chris, Rich. Uh, you all come from varied backgrounds and did a lot of good, great work in the community. I, I appreciate you taking the co- time to come on the podcast. We're going to have links to everything in the show. Uh, the the, uh, the newsroom uh, release from Apple, which I'm sure uh, was again a shock to you all. Uh, that was great, <laughs> uh, and the press release, and we'll have more information about the uh, Mac Admin Slack community. So if you're listening, you're not in the Mac Admin Slack community. I know one place you need to join, and that's that. So, uh, again, uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show, and we'll, we look forward to hearing more about the uh, Mac Ad- Admins Foundation in the coming months and years ahead.